Um, so I guess we're doing all right. It's just a case of how much... Singing. Singing? Yeah. What, what are we singing? don't know. It's just a case of singing. Sweet transvestite. You go right ahead. <laughs> I actually would if I had a if I had do it, do if it, I had a it. decent voice for it I would, but I don't. I have a terrible voice, and stop it now! Stop it! Stop it! What? I'm giving you an introduction. How do you do? I <gasps> see you've met my <laughs> faithful handyman, and so on. You've got to do the next bit because you can do the words and I can't do them. I still can't do that word. He's just a little brought down because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. That one? Don't get strung out. By, by the, the way, way I, I look. look. Don't, Don't judge, judge a book, book by, by its cover. cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day. But, but by, by night I'm one hell of a lover. Lovely listeners, that song is going to be in your head all day. You are welcome. Have an earworm. <laughs> With a bow on it. With a bow. Courtesy of us. But do go listen to the Tim Curry version. It's oh my so much. Great googly moogly. It's so much fun. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic song. It's actually slightly, slightly my favourite more than Time Warp. Really? Really. I've okay. got to say, yeah. Maybe it's just... I'm a... quite fond of Don't Dream It, Be It. Yes, that is... A... Oh, they're all good. I mean, they're good songs. Mm. Don't get me wrong. They're good songs. Um, but, yeah, I know. I, I, I kind of... Maybe it's just a personal thing. Maybe it just resonates with something in me. Can't imagine what that might be. But... Um... <laughs> no, it's just the song I can get most sort of... Into wash into you know yeah. yeah yeah but time warp's a very close second obviously obviously yeah anyway well you know how it goes lovely listeners welcome around the virtual campfire bring your earworms <laughs> warm your knees and their knees for we are good hosts just take a jump to the left <gasps> <laughs> yes. <laughs> And the step to the right. <laughs> no, no more Rocky Horror. Get off, no more Rocky no Horror. No more Rocky Horror. We have things to talk about. We do, but we can still totally do Rocky Horror as well. We are. Um, I've, I've got enough. I've got enough on my plate trying to resist already the the temptation that is currently forming in my twisted brain to use that as the theme music instead of the usual one. Where was I going with this? I don't know. No, I don't know anyway. Don't Should we know. carry on? Because we've got time to... We have. We've got... Lovely listeners, welcome around the virtual campfire. We need to settling in and warming your knees. Do join in with the Rocky Horror if you know the words. If you don't know the words, get out! <laughs> no, 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 no! <laughs> what? No, no, no! We, no, no, we want quality to... gaze here. We want to spread the word. Well, uh, Yes. And yes. the other words. And the other words. Hence, and all the words. The lyrics. Yes. Yes. We we no no we do not we do not forbid those who are Rocky Horror ver. I can't say that, can I? No. Um. Not those yet. those who have not yet seen Rocky yes. Horror. Uh, we have to welcome them with open arms. Because my lovely trash panda darlings, you need to go see it in a theatre. 
Angel! Can you call the lovely listeners Trash Panda Darlings? Don't see why not. <laughs> it is gender accepting. I suppose <laughs> not it is. seeing it a problem here. I mean, I'm quite happy with the label, to be honest. <laughs> lovely listeners, you might have gathered that the last day, week, month, year, 18 months, nearly two years, have taken its toll on everybody, including us. Madness takes its toll. I knew we were going to get that Of course line. you did! I knew we were going to get that line. I'm just a little bit euphoric. A little? Yeah. Because I'm tired. Yes. <laughs> I'm just exhausted. I've had a week. I've had a week. <laughs> yeah. Your longboat's sinking in the bay and nobody told you raids were going to be this way. No, no I remember... <laughs> It hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even our year. No. And lovely listeners, we're expecting it's been the same for you too. Well done for getting this far. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. You done good. Good, good job. You done good. Welcome to episode one hundred and twelve. Is it? Of Frithcast. I thought it was one hundred and eleven. Did we do that last no, time? No, we did Bilbo's hundred and eleventh birthday last time. Of course time. we did. Yes. So this has got to be one hundred and twelve because it's one hundred and eleven plus another one. That means which does not make one thousand one hundred and eleven. I figured that one out through maths. It should. I know. Should just be able to stick it on the end, or and I can't. It's not Roman numerals. We could have. Can't we, do it. We could have done a little one early in the week, <laughs> early in the fortnight, and called it one hundred and eleven point one. Ooh. Yeah, you see. Oh, don't do that. My brain's tired. We'd have to be doing. We'd have to be doing one every tenth of a fortnight. I can't even work that out. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I'm not a dear scientist. <laughs> one point four days. No, I don't yeah, know. One point four days, I suppose. We have all on getting an episode out of fortnight. True, and this one might be a bit slapdash. If yeah, I'm, but if we're honest, listeners, you're kind of used to that. Yeah. So, just in case you're wondering exactly I'm, I'm who you're tired. listening to... I don't know about you. I'm absolutely exhausted. Sorry, what you were saying? Carry on. If you're wondering exactly who you're listening to, my name's Suzanne Martin. I am a heathen, and I have a head full of stuff. Mostly tired, exhausted, euphoric stuff about now, but stuff. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm Kate. I'm a trash panda. <laughs> a coffee-powered trash panda. <laughs> That'll do for me. Okay. A sweet coffee-powered trash panda. I'm just... Gone now. A little brought dying because... Yes! (laughs) I don't know why I've gone all Rocky Horror. I don't know why. There's no reason. You don't have to have a reason for it. Well, this is good because I haven't got one. No. Nobody's mentioned it. walk around the virtual campfire. It's, you know, homage to the gods in a very distinctive way. It is. They love it. Probably. Carry on. Otherwise they wouldn't be listening by now that it turned <laughs> off. Lovely listeners, a long, long time ago, and I'm not going into American Pie because I can't remember the first of those words, but I know that's part of the start of it. I can remember there's a bit that goes something, something, something American trident? Pie. Yeah. That's all I can remember. It's pretty much all anybody can remember. Something about song. a levy? Yeah. Yeah, I can remember that much. I know the tune, but... I thought a levy was when you raised troops from the population. Oh, that's a levy? Yeah. Not a levy? Yeah. No, no, a levy. 
but not a levy. It's it's different. It's levy. <laughs> it brings a whole new meaning to American pie, really. Yeah. Just raising the troops from the population. Yeah, only it was dry. Maybe they were just all very sober troops. That's disconcerting. They just didn't have any alcohol at all. Okay, that puts them about three milliseconds off a good-natured riot. Not if they're disciplined. Do you think the roundheads used to drink alcohol? Yes. Yeah, they probably did. Just sneaky like. Did I mean the ca- no, I didn't mean the Cavaliers. They were so cavalier about everything. Were they the flamboyant ones, or were they the other ones? They were the ones with the feathers in the hat. I knew there was one of them that had a problem going through revolving doors. <laughs> Couldn't remember which one it was. Yes, very big hats with <laughs> yeah. feathers in. Um, anyway, the point is, Levy, with yes. a Y, yeah. is raising troops or taxing people. You can levy a tax as well. Oh, yeah. Which I suppose, in a way, if you, if you gather up troops, then you can levy a tax. As an attack! But, oh, see, that's too fast for me. Yeah, but then if you if you if you just want money, then you levy a tax. But neither of those is dry. But neither of those is dry. That's a levy with an e e on the end. Other phone companies are available. <laughs> <laughs> and that is some sort of channel, I think. Okay. It's an it's an American term that I've never really actually looked up. So I'm, we have American listeners who I am absolutely certain will put me straight on this, but it's some sort of a like a, a, a like a, a a water a body a small a body of water or a water course of some sort, and it was dry. I don't know why you would take a Chevy to the levee, unless as it, is it like an amphibious truck or something you want to like. Can you go wash it or something? You yeah, might like be going to wash it. at a time? I you don't might, know. You might be going to wash it. It might not even, not even be a truck. I just think of Chevys as trucks, to be honest, which is very uh, uh, narrow-minded of me because actually they make a range of vehicles for every budget. Other vehicles are available. Other vehicles are available. Like um, Hyundai's. That was very specific. I, well, you know, Chevy's specific. Oh, yeah. Shall we talk about something heathen-related? Yes, please, because my brain is slowly running out of anything that it can use to function right now. What we, did you we want? We probably to... ought to talk about the actual episode content before I run out of being able to English. Well, we haven't done the music yet. Should we put it here? Yeah, I thought we did that ages ago, to we be honest. We could have done. Yeah. Depends how we edit this. Oh, God. Okay. Best save some cells for that bit then. Well, either we will or we won't put the music here. Right there? Right there. Right there. And if we haven't, we can always just keep on talking. Like, now. So, what would you like to talk about? Well, I thought it was a long, long time since we've done an episode on land spirits. Mm. And I know we've talked about what land spirits are, but I wanted to maybe have a little bit of time talking about Maybe how to connect them, how to strengthen your relationships with them, how to deepen that part of your spiritual practice. Okay. Because here in the UK, we are just about coming out of a very long period of lockdown and disruption 
isolation in some cases and we are starting to relax a lot of the fairly stringent and complicated rules about when and where you can go and who you can meet up with and how many and whether you've got one foot on a red carpet and it's a Tuesday but if it's a full moon you can't it's fairly it's been fairly brain taxing at a time yeah. I haven't had very many brains whether or not we are right to be relaxing that's a whole different thing is, and is that a discussion would be an entirely different podcast to this one we ain't here for no so what I wanted to sort of reflect on was the fact that now is the time when maybe people are getting to go outside. Mm-hmm. They're getting to try and maybe avoid where other people are. Yep. They're actually, have, you know, feeling maybe a little bit safer going outside and spending time out in green spaces or out in parks. Mm-hmm. On, you know, on the sides of uh, football fields or what's that other word? Oh, soccer fields. Soccer. Soccer. Yes. Yes. Uh, football. Yes. To us. Yes. But to other people. Different words. It's soccer. Yes. Yes. That. Soccer being short for association football. Is it? Yeah. A sock. Soccer. Well, a sock was something you put on the outside of your foot and the inside of your shoe. That's a sock. Not to be confused with a sock. Which is which could be a society or an association. I'm confused. Call me confused because I, uh, yeah. So as in a, a building sock. A building sock. Yes. Buildings don't have socks. No, that's sock. I'm just trying to imagine a building with socks on there, <laughs> <laughs> and it's working, and I don't know why. Ah, <laughs> uh, land spirits. Land spirits. So, being able to spend time outside without feeling rushed, without feeling pressured to not be there, if that makes sense, without feeling pressured to come back home. Yep. So I thought I would go through a few of the things that I've tried in the past and been known to do mm-hmm. that have helped me be aware of the presence of land spirits, make that connection or make that mindful connection with the outside okay and we are going to go through a couple you know i can appreciate that some of you might live in very urban spaces or you might be in prison spaces or you might be in hospital spaces where you can't maybe get to those big green areas you might be on ships yeah or on oil rigs Mm -hmm. or in the antarctic at which point it's a whole different kind of space indeed submarines submarines yeah if anybody's on a submarine, well done. And Good on that's you. an awesome thing to be doing. It is. Yeah. I just thought I'd mention it. Okay. So, yeah, different kind of view out your window in a submarine. If you've got a window, I think you're pretty much in trouble on a submarine. Do they not have windows? Not usually. Windscreen wipers? No. How do they see where they're going? Actually, no. S- Question for another time. Land spirits. Sonar. Land spirits. Go on. Let's go back to places where there are windscreens, <laughs> windows, curtains, you know, stuff where you can see outside and potentially part of it at some point is green. Yes. So my first one that I've tried and used in myself in the past is being able to go outside to where a green space is and be able to notice 
be present in that space. And that sounds really kind of mad because you think, well, if I'm stood there, I'm present. If yeah, I'm kind but... of sat there, I'm present. No, I mean, like, turning off your monkey brain thoughts and noticing what is around you. What are the colours like? What are the leaves like? What's the wind like? What's the weather feel like? What's the temperature like? What's the ground like? Is there gravel? Is there shale? Is there mud? What's the earth like? What's the grass like? Mm. Where are the where are the seeds on that grass? All of that. Mm. And being able to spend 10 minutes in that kind of present noticing is a very kind of like it's a meditation where you're focusing on that to the exclusion of everything else. Yeah. So it kind of gives your brain just one task to do, which is right, right brain, notice everything green. And if you're only able to get to where you can see a hanging basket or a single tree or a tiny piece of earth somewhere, then notice everything about that earth. Mm. Notice where the grass stems cross each other, what shade, where the shade of green goes from dark to light, where the new growth is, yeah. where the stems are broken, what insects are in that space, what birds are in that space, what sign of animals there might be in that space. And you can, you know, stand in the middle of a park mm. and do that kind of exercise, or you could look at a single house plant and do that exercise. Yeah. It's the same intensity of focus that gives you that kind of meditative state of just notice. And if you notice your thoughts are wandering off, thank them for wandering off, bring them back into line and carry on just noticing what can you hear, hmm. what birds are around, what animals are around, what insects are around, what kind of things can you smell, can you see what shades of green are what time of day is it specifically mm. where is the sun mm. what's the clouds like does it feel humid in the air does it feel dry in the air all of these kind of very present nature questions that you can ask yeah and i find that being able to spend sort of even 10 minutes just being able to do that you can do it standing sitting walking However you can do it and get into the connecting with that green space, oh. do it. And you can adapt it for as long as as short as you like. You might find that doing five minutes at the start is what you can manage and then gradually working up seven, eight, nine, ten minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, just being present in a green space. Yeah. The second exercise that I've used in the past is just a very simple one of thanking land spirits that are close to you that live close to you okay and I tend to use if I'm going to give an offering to land spirits it's quite simple I will use something like birdseed mm -hmm. because I know that that's going to get eaten yep I will use water because I know the earth can use it yep so I will often just use a single handful of bird seed and a cup of water or half a cup of water. Mm. The Havamal tells us it takes very little to make a friend. You okay. Know, half a loaf and a tilted cup. Half a handful of bird seed and a glass of water. Yeah. And you start building that relationship up. Mm. So I will go up to, you know, a green space close by and I will sit there and thank 
the land spirits that are close by and I will give them bird seed and water. Mm. I'm very careful as to where I put the seed so I'm not putting it on major walkways. Yeah. So I'll throw it into undergrowth or into trees. I'll not pour out half a bag of bird seed because right. that might be a bit too much. Possibly so. <laughs> so get some bulky birds. Get some chunky birds. <laughs> and that's no bad thing. Um, but here in the UK at the moment, it's summertime, so they can, you know, do their fending for themselves. But in the winter, yeah, a handful of bird seed might be a good, uh, a good offering to to make to the land spirits. And if the birds take it, that's a good sign. Yeah. So. I will thank the spirits near to me, and whether that's, you know, again, whether it's a, uh, a nearby hedge or whether it's a. Um, like a flower display in the town plant display in the town or a, a bedding like a, a decorative bedding space or a tree space mm. you can make it quite localised it doesn't have to be a big grand gesture of you cover the park in bird seed every day yeah. it can be just a very small thing to yeah. to say thank you and to start building up that connection and if you can then combine that with the first one and do those two together. Mm. It gives you that chance to be present in that space and then thank the spirits who live there. Say hello to them. And as you say, you at the very least, you start sort of building up that uh, that rapport with them, if you like. That For regular contact and greeting as a friend. Yeah, bearing in mind that the, probably the majority of people that pass by them or pass through their, their spaces, if you like, pay them no attention at all. No. So it's uh, it's another nice little one that I've used mm. in the past and I still use on occasion just to go and be present in a space and to thank the spirits who are nearby and to yeah. offer them. If I can't do anything else, I'll offer them water. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I can, I'll take bird seed or something that birds can eat mm. and throw a handful out. The third one that I use is a bit of a, like a mantra. Again, it's like a, a mantra prayer for being present. Okay. So I've used this one when I've been sat in traffic jams, waiting for appointments. Yeah. Waiting in a, a supermarket queue is slightly more tricky, but can still be done. <laughs> but if you're, you know, happening like some of us have been to get caught in a traffic jam... And you're just like, oh, for goodness sake. You're waiting for a bus. Yeah, waiting for a bus is a good one. Yeah. Waiting for a doctor's appointment, waiting for somewhere like the bank to open and you've got there 10 minutes early. Yeah. Then I will look around and look for nature things, mm. green things. And I will look and note the things that I'm seeing. So I will look and note, you know, spirits in the trees, yeah. spirits in the leaves. Spirits in the ground, spirits in the rock, spirits in the dandelion that's pushing up between the cracks in the pavement, mm -hmm. spirits in the ornamental flowers yeah. that are in the bed that I can see across the road, spirits in the grass verge mm. on the side of the motorway or down the central reservation, spirits in the water all of the places that I can see, I will name them. Mm. So I will say, you know, spirits in the oak trees, 
spirits in the birch trees, spirits in the bramble, spirits in the grass. Yeah. And when I find that I've got then the opportunity to move on, either the lines move in or my appointment gets called, I might finish that prayer off with, you know, spirits are all around me. I thank you for your friendship or I greet you in friendship. Mm. And then you move on with the rest of your day. Yeah. And suddenly I found out that I am very chilled late. <laughs> going, I'm like sat in a, a traffic jam and thinking, hey, I am all like, you know, I am connected here. This yeah. It's kind of good. There's a lot of there's a lot of folk around you. Yeah. And there are a lot. And I found that if I take a few minutes out just to even acknowledge them being there, mm. to notice that they are there, to be able to see that helps me connect on that spiritual level. Yeah. It helps me create those connections and be very mindful the next time I'm walking across a park or the next time I'm cutting across a piece of wasteland to get home mm. or the next time I'm walking across the corner of a school field or doing the school, you know, going past the school at school run time. Yeah. Spirits in the ground, mm. spirits in the earth spirits in the bramble that just runs down the side of the school field yeah spirits in the grass spirits in the trees mm. spirits are all around and i like that very simple sort of it can be as short or as long as you like and it can be a very simple mindful prayer exercise i'm going to finish off today with one if you find you're not able to go out Okay. We were in one of them newfangled submarines with no windows. <laughs> You're on an oil rig. Mm -hmm. You're in a prison. Yep. You're working somewhere where you can't see green out of a window or you're not able to get out. Mm -hmm. You're yeah, somewhere you're not able to get out because of chronic illness, because of caring responsibilities. You're not able to leave that space. Yeah. And you might think, well, how do I form relationships with the land spirits and with the land if I can't actually physically go out to it? If I'm currently in hospital in traction and I can't, I know I'm not going to get out for another month. Mm -hmm. How do I keep up those relationships? How do I keep that connection if I can't go and stand on the land or I can't go and be on the land? See, I was going to say, I was going to make suggestions like, you know, what if you're in space? Yeah. You know, what if you're in orbit? I mean, like, well. Actually, you can see quite a lot of nature from orbit, I imagine. Yeah, one or two green bits, I think. Yeah. Blue bits and shiny yeah. bits and... Cloudy bits. Cloudy bits and all that stuff. Yeah. If you are somewhere that you can't readily get to nature or you are in circumstances that mean you can't readily get to nature... Yeah. If you're working night shifts... Uh-huh. You're going to sleep through the days and then wake up go to work in the dark, come back in the dark, go to bed. There are those times of year. Yeah. Not a whole lot of chance to see an awful lot of green, especially not in the light. No. So one of the ways that I've got around this is to create a mental garden, mm. if you like. Okay. And again, this exercise can be as short or as long as you like. And it's one that is entirely adaptable to you, to your favourite circumstances you kind of find a quiet place and settle down and mm. imagine a garden 
in whatever season you're in, yeah. or your favourite season, it doesn't have to be the season you're in. Hmm. You could imagine a, a favourite garden in the rain, a favourite garden in the summer, a favourite garden in the the low summer evenings, those ones that just last for hours and hours and hours and hours. Yeah. You could imagine one in the winter, in the springtime. And it's the trick is to imagine that garden as much detail as you can manage. Mm. So it's not only imagining what kind of elevation that earth is at. Is it a flat garden? Is it one with hills in it? Does it have water in it? Mm. Does it have a stream running through it, a river running through it? Does it have a pond, a waterfall, a fountain? Mm. And being able to picture that in your head in as much detail as you can. Does it have particular trees? Okay. Does it have the tree that you climbed when you were a kid in the corner? <laughs> Does it have birch trees, beech trees, palm trees? Does it have a rock garden? Mm. Does it have particular, you know, does it have slate? Does it have shale? Does it have gravel? Does it have great paving slabs that are warmed in the sun? Does it have particular types of stone? Is it red granite? Is it... It's sounding nice. Tan? Is it purple slate? I like it here. Yeah. What kind of flowers are in there if you're a flower kind of person? Mm. And you pick out your plants... You pick out your your big plants and your flowering plants and your it might just be ornamental grasses and rocks. That might be your kind of space. I like bluebells. Bluebells are good. Bluebells are my favourite flower. Lavender. Lavender is nice. Lavender is good and yeah. buddlier because that attracts the butterflies. Oh good. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, we like that. So once you've pictured your garden as much detail as you can, imagine what the weather's like in there. Mm. Imagine what insects are around there. What it feels like to go into the middle of that space and just sit. Yeah. And, you know, even turn your head and look around your internal space. Mm. Look around the space that you've created and imagine the feeling of the land spirits being in that space with you. Yeah. And what they feel like, those spirits of stone and of rock and of water of earth mm. the spirit in the tree that you can sing to yeah the the spirits in that space and feel what it's like to not be alone in that space mm. and that creating that mental garden can be again a very short exercise long exercise you might want to take 10 minutes on your daily commute yeah you might want to take five minutes while you're waiting for the kids to come out of school yeah. you might want to take five minutes before you take your afternoon meds just to think about what does my mental garden look like and what does it feel like what is the most relaxing space that I can think of mm. that's a nature space and that creating a mental garden is a way to bring not necessarily land spirits to you, but way to bring that feeling of connection mm. to where you are. Yeah. Wherever that is, that feeling of being interconnected, that feeling of relaxation, that feeling of being safe and at peace. Yeah. It's um, it's actually some similar to um something that Marcus Aurelius says in his meditations. Um. <clears throat> He's a, he was a, a, a Roman emperor and a Stoic, 
and he um, he says a lot of things that I would love to be able to do. He, he, he talks a great deal about, you know, how you don't have to really worry about having problems and things because, you know, it's it's part of nature that we, 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 we're born, we have problems and we die. Wow. And that's that's basically how he sort of looks at things and it's it's the it's the way of nature and we should be conformed to the way of nature and all that kind of thing. So he's very big on don't let things trouble you too much. Um, Sounds like a particular have a malverse that I know of. There's some similarities, yeah. yeah. He he actually did say at one point that there's there's no um, there's no reason to be to be sort of worrying about you know whether you're going to be able to go to particular places or 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 being worried about the place that you're in not being friendly or not being in, in, enjoyable because you can carry your the, 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 the perfect place around with you in your head and visit yeah. it whenever you like. Oh, and yes, it's like that. It just yeah, rather reminded me of that when you were and have five minutes in your garden space mm, mm. and the great thing is your mental garden doesn't get weeds unless you want it to <laughs> mine would your lawn never goes brown mine in your mental almost, garden mine would almost certainly yeah and that's okay because if you want it to have brambles mm, mm, mm. and and dandelions and nettles yeah you can oh yeah and that's yeah it's kind of your choice it's your mental space mm. and to be able to sit in that mental space on a summer's evening and imagine the bees going across the lavender mm. and somewhere in the background there's a songbird singing in the low evening sun and maybe there's a dragonfly or two over the little pond mm. and I'm just like yeah yeah I'm just having a moment just gonna kind of calm for a minute just and what stay that here feels like to be in that space with a dragonfly spirit yeah and f what it feels like to have chamomile under my feet or to have grass between my toes mm. and what it feels like to be in that space and connected to those land spirits so if i can't go out i will bring the garden mentally in instead yeah i think it so, probably yeah. takes a bit of practice but you know it's it does it's yeah something that you can you can certainly um, uh, develop your ability to do. Yeah, it's 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 a skill I found really useful, mm. and to be able to connect and greet the land spirits and start forming those relationships, that familiarity, mm. it can be a very I say simple in the way that it's not a complex process. Yeah. It's not necessarily simple and short term. It can be simple and long term. It yeah. can take a long time, but it can still be quite a simple because you might process find that, of repetition. and Yeah, that's, you might find that you're not um, particularly practised at visualising things like that. Mm. Um, especially if it, if, it, if it can sometimes seem a little bit difficult to get your mind to sort of calm down enough to, to be directed like that. Yes, um, yeah. and that can take a bit of a skill. But it is it is something that it's it's perfectly possible to develop if you if you if you're able to sort of give it the you know the practice. Yes, um, you might yeah. find you you'll, you'll pick it up quite quickly actually. Yeah, might find it's your thing, might not, mm. and that's okay too because there are hundreds of different ways to connect the land spirits and the ancestors and the gods for that matter. But it's finding the ones that work for you. Mm. 
So hopefully in the four that we've gone through, there might be something where you think, oh, I want to give that a go. Yeah. See if it fits your style of practice. Mm. See if it helps you develop and deepen those connections. And if it does, all good. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. Because mm. you've tried it. Might not be your thing now, might be in the future. Yeah. Might not ever be your thing, and that's okay because now you know one more thing that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It narrows down the field theoretically of the things, things that, that do. might. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, lovely listeners, we're going to leave you sat, maybe having a think about your own imaginary mental gardens. Yeah. And or how feel, or it, feel free to imagine the virtual campfire, the virtual clearing, because. Yeah, that's kind of a chilled out space too. Mm. Just ease up on the submarine bay. And how, well, indeed. And however you imagine it is exactly how it good is. Good enough. Good enough for us. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So lovely listeners, we will see you in your version of the virtual campfire <laughs> next time for episode one hundred and thirteen. We can do the joke again next time. One hundred and thirteen. Thirteen. It's not oh. exactly a joke. It's just. No, a... we've just been waiting so long it's to just... be able to do that. No, it's only every hundred or so episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, lovely listeners. Indeed. Next time we do hundred and thirteen. 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 Lovely listeners, if you would like to come and find us online, you can. You can find me on Facebook under Suzanne Martin, and you can also find me on Twitter at Geetha in Jeans. I also have a blog under Geetha in Jeans, which does have a few articles and musings on it that you can have a wander round. Geetherinjeans.home.blog, I believe. .home.blog. Indeed. Yes. And if you want to find me, the best place to do so would probably be our Discord server. Yes, uh, which we I, have a lovely Discord server. Which I pop server. into here and there. Um, you can find access to that by going to our Facebook page, which is at uh, facebook.com slash frithcastpod. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you find your way onto there, there's a, you'll find a link to our Discord server. Come and join us and some of the lovely listeners from around the world. Around the world. Around the world. Around the world, which is awesome. Come and have a chat. Still got used to this whole internet thing. I know, it's so good. Come and chat with us and other lovely listeners from around the world in a kind of chilled out space. We've got some channels in there that you can explore. Mm -hmm. We've got different conversations going on at some random times on random topics. You are very welcome to come and join in and have a chat. Yeah, drop in when you feel like it. Yeah, kettle's always on. There's a biscuit tinner down there somewhere. (laughs) Lovely listeners, thank you very much for joining us for this episode 112. We'll see you all next time in whatever your version of the virtual campfire looks like (laughs) for episode 113. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.